0: Welcome to the Moonlight of Emuna, Parsha Shlach. This week's learning should be as chus for fu shlema for chana mash bas vil chatz bas lochol shmul shenazami chavavim nach morchab benafirah chay bas tova fray benyafa michheim ben sarah chav peramal bas and liunishmas heni basachil Pashishlach is one of the more disturbing uh, incidents in Jewish history. The story of the Miraglim, and uh, you know, we 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 sometimes are tempted when we read these stories of the of the dar of the midbar who uh, were really great great people. Um, we we're tempted to say, oh, if it was me, I would have done things differently. So we really have to understand a little bit more about what's going on in these stories to understand what are the lessons in our in our everyday life. We speak about very often in this space that. Um, Every word of the Torah is relevant to every Jew in every generation, and so there are lessons there. There are lessons there for us. So after the Meraglim give their their terrible uh, report about the land, at the beginning of Parak Yudalad, the pasuk says, "Batisa mm-hmm. kol the entire. Uh, uh, the entire uh, Eda, the entire congregation of the Jewish people, they raised their voices. And the the people cried on that night. And they claimed, they complained against Moshe and Aaron, all the Jewish people. If only we had uh, died in in Mitzrayim or in this Midbar uh, Lumasna. If we if only we would have died in the Midbar or Mitzrayim, we would have avoided this uh, terrible fate that awaits us in Eretz Yisrael. And so it's 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 really a, a very a very difficult thing to understand that the Jewish people are saying well, they would have been better off dying in Egypt, they would have been better off dying in the Midbar, and how they they were they had they seemed to be lacking in betachin and Emunah and Hashem and Hashem's promises. So I saw a very very uh, nice idea, a very very it's a simple idea, but it's very very um, poignant for us in our everyday lives from uh, Rav Shmuel Dov So he says that it's it's it, this is a this is a terrifying thing that they could say this. Uh, that they could say words like this. And what lessons do we have to learn about this? And he says, if you look in in Parsha's Devarim, in uh, P- Perak Aleph, Pasach of Zion, Moshe is, re- is is reminding the Jewish people of many of the incidents. And it's he says over there, And you slandered in your tents, and you said, Because of Hashem's hatred, hatred against us, uh, to, uh, He took us out of Mitzrayim, to give us into the hands of the Amiri, to destroy us. That was what the Jewish people were saying in response to the Miraglam's report. The Marishet fills us in. This is what they were saying: that Hashem somehow hated the Jewish people. Therefore, He took them out of Mitzrayim to deliver them to the Amiri. And says Rav Pinchas, he says, I don't understand. Hashem took. What were they claiming? Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim with miracles, with wonders, with all the makas. With he, Hashem split the Yamsa for them. He gave us the man in the midbar. He gave everything we needed in the midbar. Right, our clothing didn't. We didn't outgrow our clothing. It never wore out. Everything we needed, we had there. Why did he do that? For one reason, because he hated us. That's, that was the claim that the Jewish people were making, that Hashem did all of that because he hated us. And that's why he took us out on the, wing, on the wings of eagles to bring us to the land of Zabas Chalavad Vashd, the land that's flowing with milk and honey, and, and these amazing fruits that Eretz Yisrael had, that the Miraglim brought back and showed how great they were. All of this was for what? So that Hashem would destroy us in the hands of the Amairi. It sounds strange. This is like, this is like uh, it sounds almost like they were delusional. Why would Hashem go through all this trouble? He could, have, he could have killed them before. If Hashem hated them and didn't want them, He could have killed them. If that was the ultimate goal, to kill them, what was the, what was the, what was the claim? So we look at this and we say, yeah, it's, it's, it's a ridiculous claim. But says Pink Pinkas, don't we do this every day? Don't we do something like this every single day? We live in this world, right? We live in the world of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for the most part, yes, there are setbacks and there are difficulties in life, but for the most part, we have health. We have Parnassa. We have a family. Our families are healthy, right? We have thousands of good things Hashem gives us in life. And then something happens. Sometimes it's even something very small, right? He gives the example of somebody runs to the bank, but he was trying to get there before it closes. So he can make a deposit. He gets there all out of breath and tired and the bank is closed. So that's a small thing that's we un- everybody recognizes that's a minor inconvenience or sometimes people suffer real real uh, setbacks right some kind of a loss they lost something real something real in in business they lost real money or gosh, or even in Ruchnias, they lost something they they had a, they had a the feeler that they had been working so hard on not falling or god forbid people get sick with th- things that are serious and what does a person automatically where does our minds where do our minds go to immediately right whether we, we maybe we wouldn't say it out loud but we say Ah, you see, Hashem doesn't love me. It must be that Hashem doesn't love me. If Hashem loved me, why would He put me through this, right? A person says that or he thinks that or some version of that comes to his mind. The Parsha is teaching us, the lesson we have to learn from the Misa of, of, of Meraglim is is not only to recognize how ridiculous and how and how silly this thought is, but also how dangerous it is, dangerous it is right? Because we read in the Pasuk, the Pusuk that we started with was Vatisa Lailahu, that they cried on that night. And Rashi tells us right there on that Pusuk. Uh, sorry, no I jumped, not Rashi, but the Gemara tells us the Gamara the Gamara in Megillah. Okay, try number three. The Gemara in Tainis on Davchaf Test tells us that you, you'll, you'll cry every year on this night again because you cried for no reason. That night was Tishabov. So we know that that Tishabov that Tishabov um Right, the lashon of the, the, the Gamari is shalchinam." Ani Bechila Dars. I'll make this a night for you of crying always. And that's when the Hashem decreed that the base of Israel would be destroyed on tishabav Because they cried, because they they didn't recognize all the good that Hashem does for them, because they didn't trust in Hashem, because they went to this to this terrible place of Hashem hates us. Hashem Isanu, right? That Hashem hates us. It became a national day of mourning that still uh, Hashem this year we won't have Hashem it'll be Mashiach will come, but every year for the land 3,400 years of Jewish history, that was a night of crying. It was a night of crying because they made this very basic error. He quotes a marshal that the Medrash gives us where he says that um, this is it's it's like a king who's at a, who, he's uh, he's judging court cases and a certain person comes up for judgment and he says something because of his yish because he's his despair and his pain he says something that can uh, that 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 uh, agrees to the conviction he says he says what he did and what he deserves he doesn't deserve mercy he deserves punishment and the king looks at this and says, okay, you're being convicted by your own wet mouth. I'm going to judge you by what you said out of your own mouth. And therefore, it'll be what you said. Now, this person was ju- was saying it out of exasperation. He felt so terrible. He felt so much pain. He felt He felt that there was no hope. But he made it worse than it would have been. He would have been better off throwing himself at the mercy of the court but he didn't. He made it much worse because he said, the, "The king says, if this is what you want, if this is what you say it is, so fine. So it'll be like that.'" He says the same thing we do every day, right? We say we get up in the morning, we daven shachris, and in, in Shmon Esrei we say, in Ma'idim we say, "Al Chayinu We thank you, Hashem, for all for our lives that are put into your hands, Val ap kudus lach, and our souls that are entrusted to you, Val and for the miracles that are with us every day, Val nifle secha, and uh, your wonders and your kindnesses that are at all times night, morning, and afternoon and then, so we say it we admit it every day, we admit it three times a day but we wake up in the morning and we say it in we say it, we say, Hashem, you do untold number of miracles for us every single day. And then throughout the day, when something happens, when something goes wrong, we forget, we forget right away. We say also before before Krishna in the morning, we say, Ahavas Oilam, or Ahava Raba, right? The, the, the bracha right before Kriyashma, where we say that Hashem loves us eternally, or He loves us so much, depending on your Nusach, right? And... And we forget that. The minute something goes wrong in our day, we forget that and we say, Oh, Hashem must be upset at me, right? Uh, I, I, I need I need so much m- mercy, uh, I, 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 but Hashem doesn't like me. Hashem hates me. This went wrong. I, I tried to take care of this thing and it didn't go right. I tried to close this deal it didn't go right. I tried to be on time for something and it didn't go right. I tried to learn something and it didn't go well, right? We, we Immediately we forget. During davening, we were, we were talking about, we were acknowledging how much Hashem does for us and how much He loves us, and the second something goes wrong, Wrong, we forget everything. So says Rosh Hashanah We have to be very careful with this. We have to we have to daven not only that we should remember it, but that we always remember it, and we never make this mistake and start blaming things on the fact that Hashem hates us, because we see what the results of that what, what could lead to from the Miraglim. And he adds to it, he says, you know what, and the truth is we know from our life experiences that in many cases, we know it's true in every case, but we even see it in many cases, that even something that goes wrong, even if it's something major, we know deep down that everything Hashem does is, is for the best. So therefore, it's good for us. We know that even this thing that went wrong, even this thing that was terrible, that felt terrible, that we were so upset about, is really for the good. But many times, we even, we even see it, we even see it. And this is highlighted by the Miraglam also, and this is the Rashi I was referring to earlier when I jumped the gun. In the Pasach before, in Pasach Lamed Gimel, in Perch, uh, Yud Gimel Pasach Lamed Gimel, in, in Parsha Shlach, in this week's Parsha, it says, uh, it says, I'm sorry. Two psukim before. Pasek Lamidbein says, diba They brought uh, an evil report El Benayisroel to the Jewish people. The place that they toured, right, that they spied out. The place that you sent us to to spy. Eretz eats. It consumes its inhabitants. And all the people we saw, they they were very, very large. Rashi says, what does this mean? It's a land that eats its inhabitants. So he says, Wherever we went, we saw them burying the dead. We saw them burying the dead. So they were reporting this as, it's terrible. People are dying all the time in this land. But Rashi says, but that was really, Hashem did them a favor. They're, they're, these spies come into the country. If if the locals see spies, they're going to have a problem with that. People don't like when spies come into their country. So Hashem, Hashem said, did them a favor, and he made a lot of locals die. So the people were so busy with funerals that they didn't notice the spies. So the very thing that Hashem did to protect them, they're complaining about. Right? Isn't that true for a lot of the things that happen in our lives? At the moment that they happen, they feel terrible. They feel we feel down about them. How could Hashem do this to me? But in the truth, they're being in truth they're being done for our benefit. They're being done for our benefit. But the Moraglam got caught, got stuck in the in the in the superficial view of things and said, Oh, this is terrible. They forgot all the favors that Hashem was doing for them. And even those things that they thought were bad were Hashem's favors for them. Says the isn't that true for us also? Don't we? There aren't there times that we thought something happens and we think, oh, this is the worst thing. This is terrible, right? And then sometimes we don't have to wait that long. It turns out, oh, that that really worked out really well, or that was really a big favor. It saved me from something worse. It it, it, it brought about a uh uh something something so much so much better. Now he says that it's great that we recognize it after the fact, right? When something we think is terrible happens to us, and then a couple of weeks later we realize, or a couple of months later we realize that it was really good and we recognize it. That's a start. But the real key is that we have to remember it during the time that it feels difficult. We have to know, we have to remember, we have to know this solid 100% that HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us, Olam, He loves us and he does so many miracles for us at every moment, right? And and, and and we need to appreciate that and remember that therefore if something difficult is happening in my life, I don't I can't I don't understand why it's happening. I don't understand why Hashem wants me to go through this. But I know that Hashem loves me and I know that he's doing this for my ultimate good. And sometimes, unfortunately, unfortunately, unfortunately but part of if for the human condition it's somewhat unfortunate. We may never see it in this life. We may have to wait till the next world to understand why that thing was good for us. But we know it. We say it in davening all the time. If we don't believe it, then why are we saying it? We say it in davening we really do believe it deep down if we sat and we were really honest with ourselves we do believe it we know that Hashem loves us hashem hashem does everything in this world for, for our good just like a, a parent even when he punishes his child sometimes that child feels like oh my father doesn't love me but he knows deep down his father loves him he may not understand why this punishment is necessary for his long-term benefit but he knows deep down that the father's doing it for for his best I'm talking about normal fathers who are who are good and love their children and want what's best for their children They're not talking about people who are sick and, and may not do always do the best thing. But in general, most, most the overwhelming majority of fathers mothers, they do its best to their child. Even though at that moment the six-year-old and he took away his lollipop, he, he, right now he, you, look, you look like the devil. Why are you taking away my lollipop? All I want is a lollipop. Why are you doing something so terrible for me? But we understand that as, as he gets older, he'll recognize that there are, there are things that are not healthy for you. You can't eat 12 lollipops in a day uh, just because there was an offer from Shul and they threw candy. But the key, the avoid for us, and the lesson we have to learn from this week's parsha is to remember that even in the moments that feel like they're not good, we have to remember that that Hashem really loves us. Hashem loves us, and even this difficulty that I'm dealing with, or even this mild nuisance of the bank closing when I was late to deposit a check, you have to we have to remember that this is still an expression of Hashem's love. And some reason this is what we need to go through. Maybe sometimes it's even the setback just so that we work on ourselves and our reactions. Right? If a person had everything they wanted, every second they wanted, they would never work on their midas they would never learn patience they would never learn to 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 tolerate other people when they don't do everything uh the way the way the way that we, we we expect them to do it right there there are there are there are lots of things in life that we need to go through to to make us the people that we're meant to become so says revshim shindav pink is the important thing is the 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 the, the lesson we have to learn from the Miraglim, and these remember these were great people that were sent out there. They, they, they failed in a very subtle way. And we have to learn on our own madregas to do this in a way that we recognize in those moments that Hashem loves us. And Hashem's love is constant and permanent and never goes away. No matter how bad, sometimes we could, we could think also, oh you know what, I did something wrong yesterday, that's why Hashem is punishing me now. And that th- there may be some element in there that if I take that to learn and to, and to better myself, then maybe that's very healthy. But to think of it as that Hashem's angry and He's just punishing me, He's lashing out at me, that's a terrible way of thinking and it's very, very dangerous. It leads to things like Tishabov, right? And if a person does learn to recognize them in the difficult moments, you know what happens? Those tsaras, those difficulties, those pains, end up being t- turned to a good in a way that we can see it. We end up seeing the salvation and the comfort in those things. So a person has to be very careful with this, very important. And that's really the lesson of this story with the Meraglim. That's a lesson that we can incorporate into every single day of our lives. To recognize, to always be mindful that Hashem loves us. And if something feels difficult there, it, ju- it right now, it just means that we haven't a- appreciated what Hashem is doing for us yet and one day we'll appreciate that whether it's in this world or the next world but we have to take that attitude if we take that attitude that already makes makes, it gets us halfway there to the tsarist becoming 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 tivus so we should all learn we should all learn to incorporate this message and we should be able to to recognize and to appreciate if we understood if we understood one one iota of the love that Hashem had for us we we, we would uh, uh, our entire lives would be completely different We we would we would live in a completely different way so we need to to start to, to work on that and this week's parish is a great place to start to work on that. I wish you all a wonderful Shabbos filled with the love and light of Hashem in your, in your lives.